Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. I think we ought to start with a toast first this time, Liz. All right. I think so, because we're back in a cold area. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this? We keep saying we're going to go someplace warm, someplace warm. Well, it is nice and warm because we are in Lake Geneva's Visitor Center. Yes, very nice. So thank you to Deanna and Luann and uh, Stephanie for hosting us up here at the National Snow Sculpting Competition. Winterfest. Yes, it is their 28th year, and they have 15 teams competing, and my goodness, the level of competition. Oh, well, for <laughs> trying to get by wow. everybody to see them, I mean, shoulder to shoulder, it's crazy. Yeah, this is the last day. They've had ideal temperatures throughout the week because mm-hmm. you want it either freezing or below, and it's been zero, mm-hmm. you know, but now today... It's, well, and uh, Monday is supposed to be even warmer, and this whole week is supposed to be warmer, so I'm afraid they're going to start melting really badly. Yeah, now. yeah. Today's high is supposed to be 37, and if you've got a lot of detail, which the number one winner for People's Choice and number one place uh, has an awful lot of detail in it, you're already seeing some of that sort of drip. But so hi, everybody. It's Liz Wilder. <laughs> and Tim Larson. And it's Life's 3x5's podcast on location in Lake Geneva right now. I mean, I'm finally thawing out. My fingers are still a little cold. <laughs> they are. They I know, are. right? But I'm still thawing. Okay, so let's do our hot drink toast. Oh, Since very nice. we got nice. a hot drink toast, wow. you said you want to kick it off I, with a toast. I, I, I do have one. Okay, go for it. Okay, now this is a little twisty, so so listen now. Okay. And I can always repeat it. You know how twisty. that goes. Yeah, twisty. It is a, it's a little twisty, which it's creative writing. Okay. Real friends rarely care how much you know once they know how much you care. And how many times can you relate that to your life? I love that. Isn't that cool? I'm going to throw in a toast, which isn't quite as twisty. Okay. But it's a cute one, I think, anyway. Okay. So this is a -a toast-a-thon. It's a -a toast-a-thon. It is. It's a... it's one a, and one and one and one. It's a toast duel. <laughs> it's like dueling pianos. We're dueling toasts. Okay. And, but this right. is it for me. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here's to that long straight piece in Tetris. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not twisty at all. Wow. You're not dating yourself at all with quiet, that one, are you? Quiet, quiet. No, no. Hey, by the way, you know, when you see them put this up at the beginning of the time that they are doing this, it takes about three days for them to sculpt these, which is amazing in itself with the scaffolding oh and all gosh, that they and do. And it's been so cold at the night times. It's, it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. But you realize when they do that six by six by 10 foot high block. Yeah. I know you're not a numbers person, but I'm going to throw a number out that may impress you. Okay, go for it. They say that block of snow weighs 2.3 tons. Serious? Yes. Oh my gosh. Is that amazing? And of course, if you're making the snow and you don't have junk in it, you know, (laughs) because years ago, I mean, they've been doing this for 28 years. They haven't had snow machines the entire time. Right. And they were pulling this snow from wherever they could get it. It's got junk in it. Yeah. So if you've got, you know, a a piece of rock or something or a gray area in a place that's supposed to be very nice, detailed and intricate, you're sort of screwed. Oh, so when do you know where they got the blocks of ice from this year? They have snow making machines. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking they surely didn't take it right off the lake no, because stop look calling at me that. Shirley. 
Oh, ha ha. But um, bum. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days, folks. Can you tell? <laughs> oh, suppose. Well, let's just tell them because we've already walked through and seen, and, and these are amazing sculptures. But the number one first place choice is the people are from North Dakota, mm-hmm. and it's called. Uh, the Nemean Lion. Mm-hmm. And you'll have, we'll have tons of pictures oh on my our gosh, website. It's so cool. Yeah. It's Jay Ray and the Snowcraft team is the one that did it. So amazing. And didn't they also get first place and in People's place, Choice? People's Choice, yeah, which I can see why. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, both sides. You had to look at both sides, too, I think. You do. It's really and, kind of fun. And that's sort of the nice part about being here today because all the ropes are down, yeah. the crowds are less. And you can sort of meander a little bit better and see what the whole 360 sculpture is. It's which, really cool. You know, when you've got loads of people, like yesterday when they did the awards, you know, they're just trying to put the cattle through. Right, you know? right, And, right. you know, they don't want you walking in back where they had tools and stuff. But today, we can certainly do that. Well, even though it's crowded, yes. you, know, you can still kind of see. I know. You know but beating Wisconsin, good. you know, we're a lovely kind of people. So, <laughs> so we don't mind that. They move that, you, They move you. Yeah, we don't mind that shoulder-to-shoulder thing. And, of course, you know, the more people, the warmer you yeah, get. I'm just saying. Hey, did you hear? This is a this is a sub thing. You know how we talk and we sort of go off in left path. Did you hear in Minnesota they are now running a ice maze? Did you hear about that? No, I did not. This thing is about the size of a city block to give you some kind of a reference. Oh, wow. And it's all ice, and it is literally like a mouse maze. But they put um, LED lights throughout it, you know, your reds and your greens and your yellows and stuff. And it is astonishing to look at it from drone shots that they have oh, done. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you ever get the chance, just just Google it. It's very easy. Just put Minnesota Ice Maze, and you'll see it, and it's just wonderful. That's I have, cool. Yeah, I haven't been there yet, but it's really wonderful to well, see what they're doing. Kind of a maze here going around these people today, let me tell you. Yeah. But I, I saw some kids over here. Did you know that they have a, a little spot for kids to sculpt? Yeah. It's like a snow sculpting playground. They're ca- they're calling it the uh, the Garden Snow Zone, I guess. Oh. So it's, it's really kind of neat. Oh, wow. I just found that out because I was talking to Luann earlier. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You got an in? I did. I got an in. Wow. I got an in for it. If you guys really <laughs> want to know more about the, the Winterfest, which, by the way, takes place the first week weekend of February every year mm-hmm. and uh, Luann says they start on Wednesday and then the, the judging is I believe it's Friday and Saturday you know they've got the Riviera building opened up oh, with bands and food oh and my gosh stuff there's like so that. much going on they're yeah. so cool today it was a little yeah. loud when we popped in but it's really <laughs> nice yesterday they had all kinds of uh, events happening too there was a dance team there there was also a little bands going yeah. on and food and that's kind of the warming station for all the, the crew too speaking of warming stations too on the beaches all the way around the uh, the north end of the lake here they have bonfires and live acts and stuff like that but you can still take advantage of their shopping and their knickknack stores yeah. and all it's it's just a whole big thing that they're doing I have to interrupt you real quick as sure. we're looking out the window looking at some of the sculptures I see part of the the lake and there's somebody on a snowmobile going across the lake <laughs> across the lake and it's melting you're, prob- like, you're gonna go through it he's probably getting out to his ice fishing buddy you know yeah I wonder what was going on out there there are ice shanties things out there aren't yeah there? how thick is that ice I wouldn't I, think it'd be that thick I don't know but, but we you, did have a deep freeze well earlier. you realize they're staying away from the shore yes yeah, true that's yeah. true and we so, did have a deep freeze but now i think this week is like 42 wow. so these sculptures believe it or not you know with them being 10 feet tall yeah. uh when you've got bright sunshine yeah. and 42 degrees they will not be lasting long yeah, so they, it's just some of the detail yeah, are gonna go i yeah. can already see some you know, 
know. Yeah, the detail goes. And I'll tell you, there was one year that we came up here and it was beautiful. It was towards uh, sunset. So you sort of get that nice black sky in behind the white snow. So it was really cool. But they had said, and that's why we came up the time that we did, because they had said a great big storm was coming in. Oh, no. Yeah. It was going to be a little bit of that lake effect coming off of Lake Michigan toward Chicago. And as soon as we left, it just started. I mean, the flakes were huge. Really? And so we went down the road on our way back home and stopped at this place, this bar restaurant, to have uh-huh. dinner. Uh-huh. When we came out, there was five inches of snow on our car. Oh, my goodness. So we all envisioned immediately that that snow on top of the sculptures, all the detail was gone. They showed pictures the next day, oh. and it was just one big lump. You know, because of the big flakes and they were wet and they stuck. And so you can get either hot temperatures or snow or wind or any of that kind of stuff that can alter what these folks do. But if they've got good weather during the building, when they put up their scaffolds and everything, it's perfect. They are, they are happy. I was here one year with my girlfriend, Debbie, and and it, and it was really nice. And we'd gone, uh, it was a couple of days afterwards, like a Monday or Tuesday after the things, and they were starting to melt a little bit. You could mm-hmm. kind of tell, but you could mm-hmm. still see what they were, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. Have you ever so been to cool. sand sculpting? I have not. Okay, San not. Diego has the big sna- sand sculpting competition there, and we were not there during that time, but I've seen it on pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, the water... It just sort of comes in and sort of takes a little bit away. That's like the the yeah. sand art that takes place. It does. You know, you can, you can make a great picture and then wait till the low tide comes in or the high tide comes and watches it all out there and start you all go. over again. As, you know, that they know that. They know the deal. There's this guy that was featured on CBS Sunday Morning. Uh-huh. And I don't know how he does this full time. I don't know how he's getting paid. I don't know if he fell ass backwards into an inheritance. <laughs> I have no idea. Right. But he's one of those artsy fartsy. I sell T-shirts on the beach, looking kind of guys, and he will go to we these. We called those hippies <laughs> way back when. Go okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I really am dating myself that's now, right, aren't I? Right. I mean, heck, I start right. with Tetris and we'll go on to hippie. What the heck? <laughs> I'm not so sure he had an address at Hate Ashbury, but pretty close. So he will go out and pick up all these stones and make these beautiful designs. Oh, wow. Knowing that within an hour or so, they're gone. But he has equipment where he will take the photographs, and sometimes he has to drone it up high. Oh. And he posts it. And I I will put on our website what the actual guy is because his name does not come to mind. But the stuff that he is doing is phenomenal. And then it just goes back into the ocean. Oh, that's really it's, sweet. It's really cool. Hey, and speaking of our website, our address is Life's with an S, 3 by 5s with an S, dot com. Right. Got to add a, that S. Not a Z. No Zs. Yeah, no Z. You know, if you, put, if you put Zs at the end of stuff, it's like uh, some people that don't know how they pronounce our state. Illinois. Yeah. It's not. It's not. And it's a silent S. Illinois. No noise. <laughs> Illinois. But I'll tell you what. I love that T-shirt. Remember that T-shirt I got down at the Illinois uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Do you remember the one I got with Abraham Lincoln's face on it? Do you remember that I, one? I kind of do. And it said, we're from Illinois. Yes, 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 but yes, yes. Illinois, the tail part of Illinois was spelled like noise. Like yes. noise noise. N-O-I-S-E. Yeah, yeah. I That's love funny. the creativity on that T-shirt. You know, that'll be one that I'll I'll wear out before. <laughs> before anything. Yeah, before anything. You'll see them in that quite a few times, folks. I'll take pictures. <laughs> I, trust yeah. me on that one. Hey, by the way, uh, people ask, how come the people 
that immediately win the competition in the states aren't up here at the nationals. Yeah. It's because it's usually too close. Yeah. So our Illinois uh, snow sculpting in Rockford is usually held the tail end of January. Correct. Well, that winner would have to spin right back around that next week and get up here. Mm-hmm. And they, they just don't want to do that to a team. Mm-hmm. So the winner of 2022 would be in the 2023 competition. Gotcha. And I'm sure there's a lot of states that are on that schedule just because they have to be. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. I never realized that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, I know that there's a lot going on in Lake Geneva, and I, I have to get this website in because it is so cool. Mm-hmm. The official website is visitlakegeneva.com. You're going to find out everything you want to know about Winterfest and anything else that goes on in Lake Geneva, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And trust me, there is a lot it of is. stuff. It is a ton. I'll tell you. The thing, that so cool. I, the thing that I really enjoy the most is not only just coming up and sort of spending the day and just sort of farting around. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of really good at farting around. But I don't know how we found out about this, but it's called the Mansion Walk. Oh. And it only goes around maybe 25% of the shoreline of Lake Geneva. Uh-huh. But that's the prettiest part. Oh, wow. And you take a taxi up to the trailhead, and it takes you maybe an hour and 45 or two hours to walk the entire thing. Well, these gorgeous houses that are along the way, every piece of property has a 20-foot easement. So between the property's owner's responsibility and the shoreline is 20 feet of common area. And that's why they've done that path. That's neat. Yeah. So you have some that own these gorgeous houses that extend their landscaping through that easement. And it's gorgeous. Oh, wow. You know, it's okay. a nice, you know, paved sidewalk and, you know, okay. uh, landscaping and all kinds of stuff. And then you get to another piece that nobody does anything. And it's literally swamp. Oh, that's wild. And you have to walk through it. And then you get next to it, and it looks like Thomas Jefferson's house. Oh, wow. And it's just, it's gorgeous. There's actually one person. I don't and know. And it's just on one part of the lake? It is. Okay. It is. All together, though. Okay. And there's this one guy. I don't know the details of what the house is called or what the guy's name is. But the gist of it is that this person uh, does not live there all the time. Ah, you know, these okay. are These are people with money to burn. And so it's... their summer home. It is. It is. <laughs> at most. And that person will donate the night and the space to various charities. So they will come in and do their fundraiser and their heavy hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that at no cost. Mm -hmm. And of course, look at all the people that want to snoop and know what the inside of that house looks like. And it'll cost you $100 a head and they don't care. And he does that maybe, I think they said 25 times a year. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's nice. When my mom was alive, she had a beautiful, beautiful home that overlooked the Mississippi River in Alton, Illinois. And she would um, basically rent out to charities and groups that wanted to use her yard oh for an event. And we never did use the inside, never did tours like that. that yeah. So they, the they, thing. But they, you know, they set up their tables, they bring their tables, they bring the tents and whatever, and they use my mom's yard. And her landscaping was beautiful beautiful my mom was a gardener she really really worked on that that's I have an outside green hand I do not have an inside green hand Hmm. if you come to my house the green plants that you see will be plastic (laughs) I kill all the other live inside plants you know why I thought that was honestly why because I know you're good on the outside 
I, I honestly thought that you had the other ones on the inside because you have animals. Uh, and lots well, of times, that tube, that tube, they yeah, eat a lot of the stuff. They do. Yeah. They do, and it's not good for them. Yeah. But that's actually why I thought you did that. <laughs> no. I don't it's know. because I have a black hand on the inside. The outside, <laughs> I turn green, but inside, I'm black. It's right? crazy. I have to ask you one more thing. If you mm-hmm. Have you been through or around the entire lake here in Lake Geneva? Well, spotty, well, but just not... spotty, but not an entire no. walk. Okay, so my friend Ralph Norman and his wife Sue and their family used to do this. He told me this a number of years ago, and I've not yet done it. But he and their family do it. I don't know if it's the Sunday before Thanksgiving or the Sunday after Thanksgiving, but somewhere around Thanksgiving, they take the entire day and walk oh. the entire area around the that lake. would be beautiful sweatshirt weather Wouldn't, yeah beautiful and that's a family tradition for them so i've not done it yet and wondered if you ever had not the whole way any idea how long that would take he just said they take the whole day so i don't know wow. how long i and i'm not really sure how my source luann <laughs> says it takes eight to ten hours well, to that's do. A, that's a full day so there you go yeah. the full day you know when we're on the mansion walk side you look across and you see the wrigley building it looks like a hotel yes it's gigantic but I'm a little ignorant in this category. I don't see how there is a path on that Wrigley side that is that easily attainable. I guess you see it once you're there. I, I mean, guess. Because you can't, maybe you can't see it from the lake and I, you can't see it from the road. I don't know. Hey, jumping back to the plant thing, okay. I got something that I saw the other day that I am going to start implementing because I eat bananas like they're going oh, out of style. I think I know what you're going to say, but really? tell me anyway. All right. This guy says, don't throw your banana peels away. Cut them up. Let them soak for about an hour and water your plants that way. Do you know about that? I do. I do. And you also mix that in your soil. It helps your soil as well when you are planting. Oh. Yeah, kind of like when you put fish down and you're planting corn. Yeah, yeah. Put fish underneath there. Okay. Fish bits and stuff too. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. I did know that. I did know that. Hey, I got a Life's 3x5s card if you would like to hear it. Are you ready for this? do not. I do. All right. This one actually comes from my friend (laughs) D'Angelo, who's in New York City. Okay. And he says, first of all, he says, I've been listening and learning. So, yay. So, we're (laughs) teaching y'all too. He's teaching you something. Do you know what he's learning about you is not information. He's learning... He's learning about our area. He, no, he's learning characteristics about you. Oh, well. That's yeah. what he's learning. Okay, well, sorry, D'Angelo. You kind of already knew this, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, here's his, his question on life's three by fives. It is city or country life, which is for you? And That's I'll a tell tough you, one, huh? I'll, I'll tell you, when you have people answer it, there are very seldom gray areas. I would take the country hands down every time. Me too. Because I look at it this way, and the other people could say this too, the people that love the cities, love the congestion, love the busyness, yep. love the, what do you want to the call it? The electricity of the city. They, thank you. That's exactly it. They will say, as a counterpart to what I'm about to say, they'll say, well, if I, if I want to go visit the country, I'll just drive to the country. Yeah. Well, I say, well, if I want the city, I'll just drive to the city. Yeah. I like putting on my boots and walking in places where people don't normally walk. I I like that. I just don't care for 24-7 where I would be in an urban situation and not have a yard. Uh, My answer to that is country life also. Even though I was born in the city, Mm -hmm. Chicago, with a little postage stamp in my backyard of grass, that's about it. Oh, my. You know, and then Oklahoma City. Oh. You know, we lived in the city, city part. I, my family, my family is farmers. My background, my mom's family is farmers. My Dad's side is not. They're more city. But 
I prefer to have the open space. Yeah. I prefer to have a little elbow room. So you come by I it honestly. Get, yeah, I yeah. get a little anxious. My husband, he loves the city. Oh, he man. is a good city guy, and he'll say, oh, it's just here and here. It's a grid, here and here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting wonky. I'm getting nervous. No. I can't figure it out, and I freak. I'm good for maybe two days. Unless I know where I'm going, exactly. Yeah. If I go on vacation, and we stop at, let's say, Atlanta, or Nashville, or uh-huh. Louisville... I'm good for maybe two days, and granted, God knows we're doing the tourist things, but I need to get out to a national park. I Ah. need to get out to those things that are not Silver Dollar City, not like that kind of stuff, you know, I don't like that kind of stuff, but I have to be out where I've got a little bit of room. I like the cities. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong that I don't like them. I do like the cities. I take advantage of the cities. Mm. I do. You probably go to the theaters and do all that stuff too. Yes, that's exactly it. But I do like the city. I just don't think I could live there all my life. I guess put me me half and half then. That's why people have summer homes. uh, Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I could have a summer home here in Lake Geneva. and 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 isn't that a little bit of that whole... Uh, snowbird thing, yeah. you know, they sort of have the best of this and the best of that. That that's well, I kind of like it. it. Well, there you go, there I'm you go. Well, you. thank you, D'Angelo. I appreciate that. And if anybody else would like to give us a three by five question or tell us a place to go, visit the website life's three by fives dot com. Just go over to the tab. Contact tab. contact tab and scroll down a little bit. It'll give you a spot that you can put your comments in, put your question in. And we do ask for your email address only to say thank you. It does not go on a list. You don't have to worry about getting spammed. There's also the picture page, you know, where you can see all the pictures that go along with the podcast, information about us, about what we're doing, things that we've done, um, you know, how it got started, that whole thing. Sometimes you're going to need to play a little catch up. Yeah, if exactly. You, you started late. By the way, exactly. when you're talking about cities, you remember when we did the uh, Life's 3x5's podcast at uh, The Bean, which yes. is called Cloudgate in Chicago? In Chicago. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you realize just this last weekend they installed a mini bean in New York City? No way. I swear. Seriously, they copied us? A little bit. Oh, funny. Yeah. So guess how much that little gem cost them. Keep in mind, it's mini and it's years after Chicago got theirs. A uh, million dollars? Ten million. Ten million? Oh, wow. Yeah, I have a three by five. Oh, okay. This Go is from it. Matt in Passaic, New Jersey. See, now, we're getting all the East Coasters today. Thanks, <laughs> we, guys. We Appreciate that. As opposed to drink coasters. Oh, ha, ha. I'm just I saying. think about that one. All right, so this one may take a little thought. Okay. What would you like to know how to play just once? Are we talking like a sports thing or? Inst- well, you I would like could. to know how to play the guitar. Okay, very good. My first answer was rugby. Oh. I want to leave with all my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be interesting <laughs> to play rugby just once. You'd have to learn. You'd be running around a lot too. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing would be skating. I would like to learn how to do a triple lutz get and not fall on my butt. There you go. See, I could probably do it out here on Lake Geneva, but it's a little rough. I'd fall on my butt a lot. It's a little rough now, yes. Yeah, it's a lot rough. You know, you could go back to Carlson Arctic Ice Arena. That's true. You could, could because that's sort of why they built it. Yeah, You could do that. Hey, I I have an instrument that I would love to play just once. What? The xylophone. Oh. Do you remember the song from 1976? Of course you do. We're the same age. Moonlight Feels Right. Yes. Do you remember who sang it? 
Feels right. Starline vocal, vocal band. No, that was Afternoon Delight. Oh, but that you're, was Afternoon Delight. But you're very close. Mm. You are very close. Starbuck. Starbuck. Yeah. yeah. That was my other one. Because they're like one hit wonders. One hit wonders. Yeah. And I remember seeing them. God, this is dating me. Oh, my oh, God. Even worse than Tetris. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha ha. Neener, neener, neener. <laughs> the wind blew some luck in my direction. I caught it in my hands today. I finally made a tricky French connection. You winked and gave me your okay. I'll take you on a trip beside the ocean and drop the top of Chesapeake Bay. Ain't nothing like the sky to do. I remember seeing them, and you could pull this video up because you know they they post stuff over and over and over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember seeing them on the Midnight Special. Ah, you remember who hosted the Midnight Special? I don't remember watching that at no. all. Uh-uh. Oh God, it was so good. Wolfman Jack was the host. Do you know? I do not remember that. I I did not watch that. Wow. Well, you watched. Uh, 
uh, Dick Clark and America Bandstand. Yeah, I did. Did that. you watch Soul Train? Because they're very sort often. of in the same thing. Yeah, no, I didn't watch Soul Train very no. often. I would also love to know how to play chess. Ooh, I could kind of sort of teach you. I'm not very well. I know the basics. I know backgammon. I know checkers. I do not know chess. And honestly, there's been a lot of people that have offered, Mitch Kopnick especially, please, 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 let's get together. I really, really want to teach you. He's told me this over and over and over again. It's like, nah. It's a brainiac game. <laughs> It's you really got to think. Unlike Tetris. Oh, yeah. Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, right. Unlike these guys. You know, I think I think chess also has to do with a lot of, you know, thinking about your moves. Almost like these guys did when they were sculpting these sculptures. They, they you do. Know? They, they were blocking it out. Did you notice that? Yes. How they were blocking it. And they were like, okay, this little section. They were looking at a phone. They were. I don't know whether that was part of their their design that they had to... You know, like maybe I'm gonna do like this sculpture right here. Okay, this is how I have to do the ear. And and you've got three people working on three entirely different things, knowing that they all have to come together at the end. It's amazing. Did you know some of the tools that they've used on this snow sculpting? This uh -uh. is what amazed me. My son did this when he was in high school. That's really the only reason I paid attention. They got first place and People's Choice back in oh geez, it would have been. Maybe 2015? Not here. No, Up at here? the Illinois oh, one. Oh, at the Illinois yeah. one. Yeah. But okay. they use horse grooming tools. Oh, funny. Straws, saws. Oh, I, that I um, imagine. They chisels. Will, they will, yeah. They I, will, I saw chisels. They will take two dowel rods and cut them and put a hole in them and put a cable in between them and run the cable through the snow sculpting and use this cable as a saw. Because oh. they have to get in these really, really tight situations. Oh, that's true. And you, if, if you would try to get in there with yourself, you'd tear up the rest of the sculpture. Oh, my gosh. So I'll tell you, everybody is like, woo-woo, woo-woo, when they do the awards and the sculpting is finished. But that's half of what goes on here. It really is. That's amazing. If you come up on Thursday after they've had a half a day of doing it. Right. Oh my it's God. totally changed. It is. Oh, well, wait till you see them on Sunday today. It's like crazy. Yes, it Don't is. Don't come tomorrow, though, because it might be melted and gone. The heat wave is crazy. It's you amazing. Know. Hey, did you see the number two team of mm. Illinois? We're talking about Illinois? No. Wasn't that amazing? Well, it's two blondes and a brunette. That's the <laughs> team name. I thought that was funny. And, of course, it's the quest for bachelorette number three. <laughs> And it's the, the big dragon, that big dragon. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That I didn't know that one. was them, though. That was them. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know what cool. I really like? And these guys are falling into that same category with the way they name their teams. Uh-huh. I like when people are using creativity like the people that name their horses, their professional horses. I love those names. The very creative ones. I, I'm going to cast my bet based on the horse's name alone. So is that how you do for Kentucky Derby? I do. I do because I know nothing about horses. Oh, nothing, absolutely nothing. Some people will go back and go, "Oh, that's a pretty color horse," or "I like purple," and they've got a purple sash on them or something. There was a gal like, that I, I did when we were watching Kentucky Derby one time. She goes, "Up, oh, I'm going to bet on that one because he just pooped, so he's going to be lighter." I said, "Seriously?" No, well, to me, that's Seriously? that's what I do for greyhound. Oh, really? For dog you, racing? Seriously? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Well, I, she, I, I'm not yeah. saying I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know their poop schedule. Oh, uh, yeah, right. By the way, Just do, you, before. do you know that we're going to get a puppy? Yes, you talked about it. You mm -hmm. are definitely biting the bullet and doing well, it. Well, you know, last time we talked oh. on an episode when we were at Carlson, we were shopping. Yeah. 
yes, so you yes. did bite the bullet. So you know what oh, happens God. when you shop and the conversation and the can gets kicked down the road. Guess Yay, what happens? You're All right. getting a puppy. So, so, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, good. We had a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier for 13 years. Best dog yes. we ever had, hands down, hands down. Okay. We're looking at another non-shed dog, and we went into the Great American Dog Show, and we were investigating some of these AKC breeds. You know, yes, no, yes, no, back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden we came right back to the Wheaton. You we really ju- like that. We you, just did. You really are a Wheaton family, yeah. basically. So what happens to Sandy? Well, <gasps> she gets on the warpath on her iPad. Now, I didn't know what she's doing, uh-huh. you know, because okay. she could be on Facebook for all I know. Right. And she comes back and she goes, I found a breeder in Missouri. Oh, oh well, g- well, good for you. Good for you. And of course, I'm Where messing with Missouri? her. Uh, Joplin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So seven or eight hours away. Right. So then she comes back the next day. She says, well, I found one in Kentucky. Oh, well, okay. That'd, that'd be about the same. And I go, good for you, Sandy. <laughs> Good for you. Do you get points for finding breeders in nearby states? And then she came back the next day. And of course, oh it's, it's just been a circle of conversation since then. She found one in Ohio. Oh. I go, no, okay, I'll go wherever. It doesn't matter. And then she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this. There's a breeder in Arizona. We're going out there in a couple of weeks for a wedding. Oh, fun. same and, place? And they're 20 minutes <gasps> away. And the release date for the puppy is Two days before we get there. Oh. So. You're getting a puppy in Arizona. And flying it back. Oh, and flying it back. Yes. We just got those soft cases. And wow, they have really thought those things through compared to the soft cases I saw 13 years ago. Are you going to have to put him through the uh, x-ray machine? <laughs> yeah. Or are you just, no, they probably take him out yeah, separately. It's, yeah. it's going to be a little neon green that color to him by funny. the time he comes yeah. back. Yeah, so. Teased. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to pick them up after Fun. the wedding and then fly back. Now, thank goodness we're flying back into Rockford yeah. from Mesa. We're not flying into O'Hare. Because oh, then yeah, that's that another, was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was that's thinking. That's just a whole other deal. And I don't want to look like Paris Hilton walking through <laughs> with my little Yorkie. <laughs> I just don't want that look. I just don't. Oh, I'll never. You won't ne- have any sparkles. Is it no. a boy or a girl? It's a girl. It's We've a girl. always had girls. Okay. I'm never going to see these people ever again in my life, but I don't want to be that person. I Oh, you never know. Stranger so, things have happened, you know, Tim. Well, to me, actually, stranger things have happened. Yeah, That's exactly yeah, yeah. it. So do you have a name? I do. <gasps> what? I do. Oh. What is a baseball park that you go to when you go to a professional baseball game? Wrigley Field. Are you and naming what, it Wrigley? And what does Wrigley Field have in the outfield hanging on the brick wall? Oh, the Green Ivy. Her You're name. calling her Green Ivy? No, just Ivy. Oh, Ivy. Okay, I was going to say, that's kind of a weird we, name. We You're assume, green. Come here, Green. We, we assume people know the color of it. And, and here's <laughs> That's the, cool. Here's the other thing that we did. We wanted to tie in somehow with where she was born. Okay. So cub, Cubs do spring training out there. Oh, yeah, they do. So there's your tie. Cubs, Cubs. Yeah. Ah, so yeah. that therefore Ivy. Oh, yeah. that's so fun. Yeah. So what's her little birth date? And she's going to be what, eight weeks or six weeks? I don't know when the, I don't know any of that. Oh, I have to ask Sandy. It's then. a it's a birthday. I don't I don't I'll know. Have to ask I don't know. Yeah, any, yeah, it's a birthday. Yeah, he doesn't do birthdays. I forgot I about that. I don't, I don't, yeah, forget don't, it. Forget it. Yeah. I don't worry about it until I actually get the papers. <laughs> yeah, but we had a hey, video conference. Speaking of papers, is she going to be registered? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. Are you going to breed her? No. No, you'll have her yeah. spayed first. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. At at this point, I think. And of course, we're not showing her or anything like that. We just want a really, really good companion. And if she lives up 50% to what Maya was, we will be thrilled to death. But I think, honestly, we're going to have to work a lot harder 
at getting her to that 50% level because... She's a puppy. No, not only that, but but Maya was too. She was 10 weeks old when we got oh, her. Oh, okay. But we took her into the office every day. So uh, so that was sort of a built-in formula for socialism. You know, she would yeah. she would look forward to the UPS guy and the male girl coming in. Yeah. yeah where yeah. now you have to do things intentionally mm-hmm. because we don't we don't mm-hmm. have the company anymore. Take her to the bank. Yeah. Let the mailman see yeah. her. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, I'll have so, to have Katie come in and introduce her to Katie. Well, she, she would be a snack to Katie. She loves the little dogs, let me tell you. Well, I love snacks too. No, 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 not okay. to eat. You know, seriously to play with. She doesn't, Kate, uh, my dog, I love her to death, but she does not play well with dogs that are her size and run at her. Are you kidding no, me? No, she loves the little dogs. The little dogs are her friends. She likes she the likes feisties. The little tiny, we have a, a little neighbor one, Lucy, who's a little, I don't even know what kind it is, a little black, maybe a little terrier of some sort, mm-hmm. loves Lucy. There's a golden uh, right next to her, a little golden doodle, same size, eh, not too fond of her. Our other neighbor has a bulldog named Trump. These two get along like, it's hilarious to watch them. So it's not the energy level, it's, it's the, the size. It's the little size. She loves the little size. But oh then we do have another dog, maybe a black lab, I don't know what kind it is. Okay. And it's, re- it's younger, so it does have some energy. But when it comes charging at her, she does not like it. But if he's just out roaming around and talking, she'll oh. she'll roam around and talk with him, too. You know, bark, bark, bark. And well, so, so Katie whatever. has the same kind of rules I do. What? Don't yeah, charge me? Yeah, don't charge me. Oh, yeah. That's exactly me. it. Don't come out and charge if me. If you want to go walk and talk, I'm good. But yeah. don't charge yeah. me. Oh, I just... This is going to be fun to, to see what she does with the little puppy. Oh. Oh, we're going to have to do a little podcast with puppies. <laughs> podcast with puppy around. <laughs> little Ivy, introduce her to everybody. Hey, you know how you always bring me things to try? I do. Yes. And last time it was a mixture of apple juice. Wasn't it pumpkin juice? Or was it pump? Was it apple and... Might have been carrot and ginger. Okay. Either way, it was it was a juice that was good for him. It, and he's like, oh, oh God, it's oh good Oh, God, for here me. we go. Here it's you go. Good it's, it's good for me. It's good for me. You know, if they just wouldn't have that label, if they would say it tastes somewhat okay, if they would just have that label on it, I'd be more than willing to try it. But when they go, <laughs> oh, it's good for you. Well, that just tells like, me right nope, there not, it's going to taste it. like crap. Yeah, don't want it. Oh, God. I don't know. It's like that um, explicit language label that's on LPs. If it says it's good for you, it's like, no, no, it's not. No, no, no. Okay, so what have you got for me? All right, so I have these for you, and I want you to just try them. And keep in mind that Liz is a vegetarian, and I am clearly not. So the things that she brings to me This better not be meat. ...are very... (laughs) Is it meat? ...are are very... (laughs) ...are very good for you. The things I bring <laughs> They're not. Are, are mostly like <laughs> snacky things or mystery things. Full of sugar. So what do you think? Okay. Uh, chewy. Raisins? Chocolate covered raisins? I was really hoping to tease you and say it's, what? And it's chocolate covered meat. No. Because you know that impossible meat stuff where I do. you're not really sure if it is or not? You, I can tell the difference. But I can't pull something over on Liz. No. It is chocolate it covered raisins. raisins. Oh, they are good. Well, you know what? They look like it. You know, they smell like that and they're squishy. They are. I, I squished one before I ate it. I know. See, you, see, oh, now what if I did that to the stuff you give me? Well, it's liquid normally. You I, wouldn't be able to squish it. No, but I could I could put put it through some kind of a lab test of some sort. Oh, my to, God. To try to figure out what it is before I. You don't. You no, don't even... because you have to. Every time I taste something and some of it I like, some of it I don't. I mean, it's sort of a 50-50 chance. True. That's like that, true. Like that. But carrot. I didn't give you very much. No, no, no. 
No, that's true. And I would have taken the whole container, but she put her little beaker screw back on and oh, took I, it away. Sorry. That's, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> but it was pumpkin, apple, and ginger, and, and cinnamon. cinnamon? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and see, I don't really have to explain much of what I give you. No, not at all. <laughs> Chocolate-covered raisins. One, that's about it. Because I don't Hey, you know what I did it. the other day, which kind of, this kind of reminds me, if it's good, I mean, we could use a bunch of this because it's real raw snow that hasn't been stepped on hasn't been right. beat on whatever right snow cream have you ever made ice cream snow cream i have isn't it wonderful yeah. so my little neighbor boy was making a snow fort the other day and he's like i said oh we should you make some snow cream he goes what's that i said are you kidding bentley you've never had it so i went back up to the house and he's like what do you need i said i need a bunch of snow but it can't be stepped on mm-hmm. and can't have the dogs on it or anything he goes okay he comes back with a shovel full of snow <laughs> I'm like, here, Bentley, <laughs> fill this little bowl or this big bowl up for me. What? <laughs> fill it up with the snow. Okay, okay. <laughs> he does it, and I bring some out to him. He goes, oh, this is really good. I remember ours, ours being sort of a green-colored bucket with this apparatus that would go on top of it, and you'd churn it like butter-ish looking thing. And that's to make real ice cream, but this yes. was just snow cream. They call it snow cream. Well, that's, so what, it's just that's what we did. Yeah. And okay. the snow cream that we made, like maybe two years ago, they took uh, cocoa powder oh. and added it to the snow. To make it chocolate? Yes. Ah, see, now I didn't and think it, about that. I could do that. It was fantastic. We got plenty of snow now. Might yeah. have to do that later yeah. on when and we of go course, back home. And of course, we ate it right away. There was yeah. no keeping it in the freezer type right, of thing. Right. We ate it right away, but we made it up in Janesville, and it was fantastic. But you know, this is a kind of guy, this gets you back to Mitch Kopnick. He's a kind of guy, he's a doctor, he's a violinist. He's a gourmet chef. Wow. He has won several uh, chili competitions. Uh-huh. So, you know, he's got that head of, well, let's try this. Well, yeah. let's try yeah. this. Well, that's what a good chef does, yes, too. Yes, that's exactly this. it. I just can't wrap my head around any of that. Well, of course, he looks at us going, how do you think of this? And how do you think? And I go, True. It's hard to explain. It really True. is. So and, thank and goodness. And it's the same way. It's the it, same principle. It is. And it's like walking up to Michael Jordan and saying, how are you so good at basketball? You can't explain it. We sort of compliment each other there, which is sort of nice. Yeah. I absolutely love that. God almighty, look at everybody's crowding around that one statue. That's the Wisconsin one, but they got third place. So uh, the, the number, the third Wis- place. Did. Wisconsin team number one. Oh, uh, let me see. It is, yes, Wisconsin team number one. And that's the one with the arms stretched up. What, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, you're not alone or something like that. So we're not alone. It's not an alien thing. It's called you are not alone. So she's looking up. Supposedly she's looking up. She's got oh. binoculars. You can tell. Oh. Remember that? Okay. Because we were going, what is that? What is that? It's the binoculars looking up. Oh, she's nice. probably looking up at that asteroid that we got not too long ago. Yeah, did, did you see you, that? It was the green. green one? Yes. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. It was, like, it was what? Like the first time in 500 years? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah, somebody got some beautiful pictures of that. I was not one of those somebody. Oh, I figured you would because you're so good at that. Boy, I'll tell you, the astrological stuff is so hard. I know. Because think of it. I know. you got to be so still. You have to bring out what I call your elephant lens. Yeah, the huge one. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to. I'm not a photographer, so I don't know. Don't you have to leave a lens open or something like that for so long? You do. And it's moving. Uh, uh, Yeah. yeah, Well, they're not moving that fast. No, but you're moving enough. Even the clouds and the moon moves enough to where it's going to screw up your photography really oh yeah 
Oh, Because yeah. it's pretty darn slow going I as know. far as I'm concerned. And I don't want to do it in the winter. That's the thing. Oh, I mean, if okay. it's July, I've got the patience, and I'll sit out there with a can of beer and go, hey, <laughs> I, got, I got two hours got to time. get this shot. Yeah, yeah. not a problem. But not, not in the winter. And I'm not good at it. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, I, we got to give kudos to the people that were second and third place, because I didn't even do that. Okay. So I got to say, the second place happened to be Minnesota 1. I don't even know what they call it. Is it otter? Was it otter? Mm-hmm. Water mm-hmm. protector. So that's kind of hard to say. It was Team Kiwi. <laughs> Minnesota won. They got second place in the People's Choice, and the third place for the People's Choice was the Wisconsin team number um, number one, number two. Rather, they were the Gracious Struggle with the turtle. Oh, remember that I turtle one? I love that one. Wasn't that cool? That's that's oh one that God. you have to walk 360 degrees around. All, all the way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're gonna love the team's name. Up to snow good. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That was a third people's choice. There was a, uh, a team in Rockford that they did it for years. I think they are now in their 32nd year down there doing this, I think. Oh, wow. I think he did it for the first 25 years. And wow. he was literally part of the team with an oxygen tank on. That's how dedicated this guy was to the team. Wow. I don't know if he's passed away or not or not. But anyway, I I think the name of the team was Snow Weasels. Oh, funny. So the way they promoted themselves, and they prided themselves in doing Weasley-type things, in, in joking oh, okay, okay, to, the, okay. to the other teams. So they made up these buttons that said, such and such is a weasel. Such and such <laughs> is a weasel. So they would say, Justin Timberlake is a weasel. It's like, well, what's that got to do with anything? Well, you know, he's part of our team. Oh, he's, funny. He's, he's not part of your team. He's a weasel. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I yeah. got gotcha. you. They're making up all these names. As, it was really fun. Well, that's kind of like Alaska, which got the second place. Uh, the team Alaska was block one. If you if you remember that, this is the one that was love. when love hurts. It looked like a, I wasn't really sure what it was, but it was like a fish with a mouth open or something like that. I couldn't really remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of, yeah. It is. Okay. Because I was like, oh, those guys are so awesome. But their name is Department of Snow. <laughs> the Alaska Department of Snow. <laughs> but it's so cool. I well, mean, it was so detailed. That tail of the fish was amazing to yeah, me. Yeah. And this is one of the fish that are so far down deep in the ocean that they're <gasps> just deformed and they're ugly and they're just you know they never see the light of day that type of thing that's what this fish looks like with the great big buggy eyes and stuff like that and and then and you know the the big teeth what was that movie it might have been finding Finding nemo Nemo? oh yeah with the yeah ah yeah okay Mm -hmm. and they turned around and of course there's all the teeth right there it's it looks like that it does kind of doesn't it yeah but there's so many amazing ones i just absolutely love it they were i would not be able to choose and give first, second, third. As far as I'm concerned, they're all first place. No, I know. They're so no, I know. intricate, ornate, beautiful, detail-oriented. Yeah. I get nervous for them. I really do. When I start in like Thursday night or Friday, I'm going, people, you got to be done here by Saturday yeah, they're noon. Not, yeah, I worry that they're not going to get it done. I, I get nervous for them. And then, of course, you don't know what the weather's going to be like and blah, blah, blah. And I've known some of these teams where one of the people gets sick. Well, now it's up to the other two to finish, and mm-hmm. that sucks three ways to Tuesday. And, you know, it gets dark early, so they've got their lights out here yeah, to try to get yeah, the lights hot, lights. too. So, hey, there's yeah. a friend of mine that uh, was telling me that the last time that he was up in Lake Geneva, when I told him we were going to be here, uh-huh. and he went to the Playboy Club. Do you remember the Playboy I Club? I do. You do? I do. My and, husband and I went there. And were you there for a, a reason, or do you just we were went? There, no, we were there for a reason. It was for State Farm event. Okay. Yeah. He was there to see Peter Tork of the Monkees. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was the late 70s, early 80s. 
Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's a really cool spot. I don't know what it is now. Is it still open to the public? Because it was years and years mm, ago that we No went. idea. Mm, no I'll idea. Have to check that out. You know, uh, a little bit of this conversation with Clint back and forth. I don't know where we got this. I have no idea. Uh-huh. I don't know if I picked it up at an antique store or a garage sale just because it was so unique. But believe it or not, I have a Braille Playboy. Get out of here. Serious? Swear. And of course, all the jokes are, well, yeah, but of course, it's only two words. Ah, ah, ah. Get it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it is like um, grocery sack material. And it's about the size of an album, so it's about 12 by 12. So it's square. It is. Okay. It is. And it's this craft paper all throughout, and of course, the impressions for the Braille is all throughout. I have no idea what it says. I have no idea why they made it. I don't know anything about it. How are they doing Braille of the centerfold? Thank you. Is it an outline well, of the girl? Well, and no, no, it's all sentences. It's all. I'll, oh, there's no I'll, pictures. No, no, well, no, no. Well, that's waste. I'll no bring wonder it, it. That's a waste. I think that's where the phrase came up with. Well, I buy it for the articles. Oh God. Because <laughs> literally. Yeah, this that's is, all there was was yeah, articles. Buying it for the art. I'll show it to you. Yeah. Because when I was telling, I think I was telling Clinton, I was telling Brian, they're looking at me like I'm messing with them. It's like, yeah, you've had two glasses of wine. You're screwing with us. No. I know exactly where it is, and I will bring it next time I talk to you. Oh, that's too fun. And we'll I didn't take a picture and put it on our website. But I did. Well, that's the thing. I did not want to give just a picture to Brian oh, you just wanna... to prove it. I wanted to show him so he could touch and feel and turn uh-huh. and whatever. And sure enough. Well, we're going to take a picture so everybody can see it because we don't okay. want them feeling it. Okay. Well, you know, speaking of Playboy, my friend Walt, who just passed away recently, he was a big collector of Playboy paraphernalia, okay. be it um, the magazines, be it uh, what those little figurines are called um, femlins, but they're they're big. I mean, they're they're bigger than a Barbie doll. I don't even know how big they are. I don't, foot I have, tall, maybe? I have never they're heard like, of that word. I never knew what they were either until he was showing me way back when. And I have no clue what they're worth or anything. But he also had a huge stuffed head of the Playboy Bunny that was a mechanical head. What? Yeah, it was crazy. He would he, he would get little shot glasses. He'd get a little little tumbler glasses. So now is it dumped in your lap? Uh, some of it is, but some of it he already sold because he had a little shop over on North 2nd Street. Okay. You know, in that, um, I forgot what that's called, that little shopping area. It's it's right across from the saloon that you don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stumble it's right It's right across from the street. It's the one that's right across from the library. Yeah, uh, Meadow Mart Shopping Center. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's where it is. <laughs> but anyway, so so he did sell a lot of it, but I was he was the only one that I ever knew that collected all that Playboy stuff. Yeah, I don't Crazy. know. Every every so often I run into that kind of stuff somewhere, but I don't think anything of it. I don't know. I just don't know if it's good or bad or valuable or not. I just, because I don't know anything about it. Now, on the other hand, those type of people probably would not know anything about baseball cards either. True, that's and, true. And they go, well, I got a bunch of stuff. You want them? You know, that yeah. type of thing, because yeah. they, they just don't know anything about well, them. Well, that, that would be me, because I have no idea what they are. I would have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I got another three by five for you. Oh, gee, okay. Go for it. Uh, this one's from Charmaine in meridian idaho oh okay and she says who is your go-to quote unquote who is your go-to person when you need a little cheering up oh i have a number of those who's your go-to person and why uh when i need a little cheering up, well some my girlfriends my girlfriend my husband my girl my husband makes me laugh sometimes he also makes me mad sometimes but i think everybody's spouse does that i have probably a handful my family my, my sisters would be 
Oh, the see, majority. Yeah, you got sisters. I have sisters. So yeah. my three sisters would be my first choice. My girlfriends. I have wonderful girlfriends, too. I would say one That's of... It's really hard. That's a hard question to is. narrow down to one person. I would say one of my people would be a former employee, uh, Mindy Torby. Okay. Mindy is um, sort of a shot glass of energy. I and, love that phrase. And always is. I mean, she's fun size. I think she looks up at <laughs> five foot tall. And she worked for me for eight years. And you know John Williams on WGN with the speed jokes. Uh-huh. So I never told her. I never told her where my source for speed jokes was. I never did. Well, sorry now, Mindy. Know, now you know. know where they he gets I them. I know, I know. And you I don't get him to the punchline. And now. I don't and I don't know what her source is. But we started this in the pandemic because everything was doom and gloom. Right, right, right. right. And we would just call up each other and I'd say, I got one for you. And she goes, okay. And I would tell her whatever the deal is. You know, it's a it's a one-line setup and a one-line punch. And I, she says, well, I don't have one for you. And I go, okay, bye. We'd hang out. <laughs> and that would be it. And she would do the same thing for me. Now, on the other times, she would go, oh, I got th- I've got, i been saving up. I got three of them for you. And oh, we'd my. rattle them off. And maybe we'd say something, you know, personal or, hey, what's going on or how so-and-so. And then other times I'd go, okay, bye. So you just call up, and, call up and say, um, what? I don't, can't even think of one of those speed joke things that you do. Oh, did you not know what I did in Woodstock, Illinois with oh, a speed joke? Oh, yeah. What was that speed I joke? Can, tell him. I can tell, tell you the speed it, joke. Tell it. Okay. Go for it. So this guy, and this is one of the more lengthier speed jokes. Yeah, it was pretty long. I yeah. was kind of like, yeah. oh, okay. So this one guy says, my two favorite events in February is Groundhog's Day and the State of the Union Address. Oh. One of them involves sort of a ceremonial, mediocre ritual type of thing involving a slow-moving, musty mammal. They try to forecast the future through prognostication. And the other one involves a groundhog. Oh, God. <laughs> but um bump That's funny. It is funny. Okay, that is kind of funny yeah. when you stop and think about yeah. it. No matter who's yeah, so in you, office. So you would just go ahead and call her and start That's right it. in on that That's and it. then hang up? That's it. And, oh, my God. And I am such a bad joke person that literally... Three minutes after I tell her the joke, I you can't forgotten. remember. Yeah, no, I can't. That's me. I, I can remember. Sometimes I can remember the punchline, and I can't remember the setup. Or sometimes I remember the setup and not the punchline. Or I get two jokes mixed in one. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at and that. People give my, you that. My husband just shakes his head. He's like, "Oh, honey, you oh, get, honey." You get that tilted dog head yeah. look. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of Woodstock, Illinois. Uh, and Groundhog, did you realize that this last week was the 30th anniversary of the release of Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? I did not. Yeah, 30th anniversary. So they had a, um, I mean, they've always had festivals, but they sort of ramped it up a little bit for the 30th anniversary. And I did not go there Groundhog's Day because, honest to God, there's everybody and their brother. Everybody would I have just been there. didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. So mm-hmm. I went there the next day. The temperature was minus two. So I went into the Starbucks and I sat down and I had a nice chai tea and then I went over to the local diner and then I took some pictures and then I went over to the pottery place and bought some pottery that was actually, and I got to show this to you, Okay. it was actually printed with a 3D printer. You know, those 3D printer things it's, just amaze it's me. crazy. And, and the artist was there and she was telling me that the only thing that she had to do was put on a bottom. So it vert, 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 and then she put it on a bottom and she kilned it and glazed it and painted it and whatever. I'll show it to you. It's a very spirally looking thing and it's maybe, I don't know, eight inches tall, something like that. I just had the nicest relaxing day in Woodstock. Well, at three in the afternoon, 
they are all woo 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 <laughs> because they're bringing out the movie memorabilia in the public library. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they perform anything? Was anybody there? That- no. Well, I didn't think anybody was there. So I'm I'm there and I'm looking at the pictures and I'm seeing the descriptions of what happened on that particular time in 1992. And all of a sudden, over to the side, here's this guy that looks a lot like John Larroquette. You know, they've revived yeah. the night court deal. Yep. He was just, bah, 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 bah. he's just telling all these stories. And of course, everything was behind the scenes. Oh, so he knew all the behind scenes stuff? It's because he was the location manager and he was the scout. Well, that makes sense. So when Bill Murray said, because Bill's from Chicago, right, right. when he said, I would really, 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 really <laughs> like this movie to be in Illinois because that brings Hollywood money in Into economics. Illinois. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was uh, people like Bob that would go out and research places and try to find the most ideal place for being able to do this movie. That's and he, so cool. And he found Woodstock. That's so cool. So he's telling all these behind stories. And of course, you know, it sort of works like us. One story leads to another, and he never planned on telling this story, but now that you've sort of led me down that path, and he was telling that um, there was only one scene that they did not shoot in Woodstock, that they shot in Rockford. In Rockford? Really? So I piped up, and I said, I'm a Rockford native. Where did they do that? And he says, oh, geez, hang on. Give Give me just a minute. Well, he came up with Nymphs Road Quarry. Oh, I know where that is. Yes, and it was owned by uh, Craig and Bill O'Donnell with Gregory Anderson Construction, okay. who I flew hot air balloons with, oh. who I named my company yes. after. Boy, yes. Full circle there, huh? Yes, full circle. So he's saying that they had to sort of take everything out to Rockford for these two days. And it's when Bill Murray does the whole, I steal the groundhog, and then when they've caught me, I run the pickup truck off the edge of the quarry. Oh so it, like, a, like a Thelma and Louise thing. That's, yes, yes, yes. That's the scene. Okay, so they shoot the scene. Everything's fine. They're heading back to Woodstock. This whole day mm-hmm. was the end of their first week of filming. Oh, wow. So okay. they had a great big dinner at like the VFW Club or whatever. They yeah. had all the community people in there. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. It's our first week. Right. Celebrate, right. celebrate, celebrate. Okay. So here they're bringing back all these trailers and all this equipment, and they're almost back to Woodstock. Bob gets a call from the guy that was doing the hauling and the scene in Rockford. Okay. And he goes, oh, God, Bob. He goes, you are not going to believe what happened. He goes, what? Tell me. He goes, you know that trailer that we have some of the stars in? Yeah. So it's like a barracks on wheels, you know? A camper trailer? Sort of. Okay. But, uh, you know, Bill gets his private trailer and Andy McDowell gets her private trailer. But then the other other actors sort of pile into this other thing for dressing rooms and stuff. Okay. It was going around a corner, almost back to Woodstock, and somehow the lever let go that released the sewage tank. (gasps) So there it is all over the road. And there's this 85-year-old couple behind them who is oh, also no. heading to the dinner. And he goes, there's shit everywhere. Got all over the car? Everywhere. Oh. Thank God nobody no. got hurt. Right. Yeah, thank God. So then Bob goes, oh. The my. shit flew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, and, he goes, and of course, you know, oh it's God. all back and forth. He goes, no shit? Really? <laughs> so, no, he goes, was. so he goes, I have to hang up from you, and I got to go tell John Smith, whoever that guy was, that's the producer of the overall film. Oh, he goes, I got to no. tell him that you guys are going to be late. And you got to clean up the mess. And that nobody's hurt. So, and yeah. And it's in the winter. Oh, my God. They were filming in March. Oh, my so God. So you can just imagine. 
So those kind of stories you don't get no. from normal people. It's those people that are behind the scenes and know. Oh, I'm going to have to go and watch Groundhog Day again just to look for you that should. scene. You, you should. Know? The comedy stays. It yeah, really does. Yeah, it does. I'm sure it does. It really does. Yeah. And, oh, and, and you know, God. if you do remember that one time where he steps into a pothole in downtown Woodstock, or Puxatawney, as it were, they were trying to make it, make it look right, like it, yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania, they had to take the pavers out of that spot and fill it full of water and then refill it every day. Oh. Which you would think that they would just sort of barricade it off. Right. But they didn't. They filled it and then redid it the next day and then refilled it and then redid it the next day. They were there shooting for six weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you would never guess that they would have to do that kind of stuff. But you find out these behind-the-scenes stories. That's kind of cool. It is. It's very cool. That's so. kind of cool. Well, you know, it's kind of like us. We're finding out all the behind-the-scenes stories on all of these little sculptures and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the team that traveled the farthest was from Alaska. And did you know they were the only all-Indigenous snow sculpting team? No. Gosh, I hope I get this right. Anishabi Heritage, they're the only all-women team in the competition. The team from Alaska was all women. Uh, all women. Well, that is a little bit crazier when you think of Alaska with the male and female ratio. Uh-huh. Is, I know. That's what I was thinking. Is way skewed to the men's side. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good for crazy? them. And then the team that, that was all a family team is from Wisconsin, of course, oh. here in Lake Geneva. Nice. They are the Lechtenbergs. Nice. I think it's time to go have a Wisconsin beer. Oh. And some, uh, well, we could do cheese curds. We could do nachos. We could do anything Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> Something soup. warm. Yeah, cheese, cheese soup. soup. Yeah. And I think we could go to some of their little knickknack shops along here, too. Oh, that's fun. Let's mm. do that. All right. So thank you guys for joining us here at Winterfest in Lake Geneva. This is Life's 3x5s. Make sure you check out the website and you'll see all the pictures that we're going to put up too. Life's3x5s.com. Make sure you check them out. I think we're going to blow up the website. There's so many pictures for this episode. It's fun. It's fun. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Liz Wilder. And I'm Tim Larson. See you later. Take care. Stay warm. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.